Hello, welcome to 3 Drinks In. We're going to be talking about really normal subjects but go a little deeper than their surface level. Think about the conversations you had with your closest friends but you're 3 Drinks In. Okay, we can take away the stuff that we don't want okay, afterwards. Okay, okay. But yeah, I'm gonna put a jingle, like what? little music, like... <laughs> Love it. Just to make it sound a bit more professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Should we get started? Mm-hmm. We shall. Mm-hmm. Let's go. <laughs> Alice, who are you? Who am I? Um, That's a very broad question. Mm-hmm. Um, My name is Alice. I live in London. I'm originally French, but I moved to London when I was 11. So I've been in the UK for 15 years. Wow. Um, I work in tech as a product manager, and I'm very close to the wonderful Serena. Who are you, Serena? <laughs> I'm, I have a bit of a weird accent. Like, people can never tell where I'm from. Um, and I make, like, the biggest joke out of asking them and making them guess. But so I'm French, just like you. Um, but I grew up in the States. Uh, I mean, I say I grew up, I was there for five years, but when you're seven years old, it feels like your whole lifetime. Um, and then I moved to London when I was 13. So I've been here for about 14 years, which seems like a lifetime too. Um, yeah. Do you feel more French or English? French, 100%. Yeah. Um, in terms of like, well, this is this is weird to say because we're speaking in English. Mm-hmm. And the reason we're speaking in English is because I'm actually more comfortable speaking in English than I am in French because my French, compared to a French person who spent all their life in France, yeah, fair enough, it's terrible. Like mm-hmm. my my vocab is quite poor, so if I try to speak in French, I'll have to do like a lot of switch back to English. English, yeah. Um, but in terms of culture, in terms of being able to get along with people or references or the way I feel. Sounds a bit cheesy, but like to my core, it's probably a lot more French. Fair enough. But it's funny, you were just saying this earlier, but like we never speak in French together. Yeah. Like, I think it's because we met like in high school where we were both like in a French high school. Mm -hmm. And so it was like everybody spoke French to one another, even though we were all really comfortable in English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you said we never speak. um, What was it? It might have been the other way around, but yeah, we spoke. Did I did I say we never speak in English together or French? I think I you said know. French. Okay, we never speak in English together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we do, but we don't notice. Like we we yeah. switch back in between the two a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we went. We both went to the French school, which is a bit of a like doesn't help with identity crisis yeah, as well. Just sure. like living in London, but going to French school for like the most of like years where you're developing as a teenager. Yeah, and then still hanging out with quite a lot of French people. So it's a bit of a weird in between. But you're moving to Paris. I'm moving soon. to Paris. Yeah, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a scary move. Um, to be honest, like I'm just moving because I'm a bit. I love London, but I'm a bit like, what if there's a better city out there for me? And likelihood is that there's not going to be one. Too bad. Um, there's not going to be one, and I'm gonna come back in London um, in like probably like a year or so um but I just want to like get it out of my system Mm -hmm. a little bit and it's kind of like bucket list almost like before I want to settle down have kids get married get a mortgage like the whole traditional big image that we that we have in mind like and I might not even go that way in my future who knows but right now it feels like a a good time because I don't have like that pressure of settling down for 
because you're a certain age or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have very similar thoughts. I'm probably going to follow you to Paris. Follow so, me to Paris. Let's, I will follow you Let's be Paris. expats in Paris. <laughs> like French expats. <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. Back to the homeland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't feel like home, though. Like, to me, London feels more like home yeah, than it's home. Paris ever will. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. It's weird because, like, I I always say, like, France is amazing and I miss it. And, like, there's so many qualities of France. And every time I go back to Paris or anywhere in France, I'm, like, so happy. Mm. But there's this feeling when I come back to London. I don't know. It's just, like, the way the houses look, like, the smell in the air where I'm, like, like this, this is home, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, it, well, I mean, yeah. Um, do you want to tell the story about how we met? So, how did we meet? So, we gave a little bit of context. When did we meet? We met, we like, met... 10 years ago, probably. Yeah, something like that. So, we were in the same school. Mm. So, we probably met, like, at school anyways. Um, we had similar friends. Um, but most notori- notoriously, mm-hmm. um, you were friends with my ex. Mm-hmm. Um, and... This ex wasn't the best at monogamy, so I was. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Straight away. <laughs> Not quite sure how else to phrase it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I basically despised any um, person of the opposite gender he used to hang out with, and you were like besties, and you were like in terms of physical appearance, you were like matching all of his like physical criteria. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. So I just I just hated you for like so long. And even yeah. after um, after we broke up with that ex, you were friends for a while. And I still, like, I think we were in the same social situations, like, a number of times. And I was kind of, like, pretending to be friends. I would like, avoid you. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We, we have, like, one of our best friends, like, in common. And whenever she would tell me, like, oh, I'm having drinks with uh, Alice or a coffee, like, do you want to join? I would be like absolutely not tell me when you're done and i will meet you afterwards like i don't care if i have to spend an hour shopping on my own or like walking about the street like i do not want to see out <laughs> but like to be honest it's like i think everything is like timed well like at the same time like i don't know i'm quite happy that we're friends today and yeah. not like i'm i'm a very different person to when I was 15 um and like we would have never gotten along like even if we tried yeah um but it's good like I feel like we're in the same headspace now and we get along great and it's it's just fine but every time that we hang out I can imagine your ex's face and he's like what the hell happened so (laughs) little bit of extra piece of context you're no longer friends yeah which is when which is when it's clicked and then straight away we're like oh my god I love you you're an amazing person (laughs) it was a realization (laughs) and to be fair like it's taught me a really valuable Mm -hmm. lesson like I think you can find like good and stuff that you like in everybody but you just have to really look for it and sometimes it's like circumstantial sometimes it's um it's just like a timing thing but yeah I mean I'm I'm sure that he's like what happened like I'm not speaking to either of these ladies and now they're like really really close and doing really cool projects together (laughs) I mean I don't know if he cares but if he does yeah I'm sure he I'm sure he must be like 
No, it's on his radar. I well, think even his radar, radar. like yeah. Instagram and stuff. But yeah, because yeah. we go on holidays together. Yeah. Like we go on weekends away. <laughs> I love it. But I think it's like one of the things that you naturally learn um, growing up as well is um, at least one thing I learned is. I found that in relationships where there's potentially a lack of trust, mm. you don't want to look at the flaws in your own relationship. So you will blame the like external perpetrators. Sure. Yeah. Um, so if your boyfriend is like cheating and stuff, it's very, very easy and it's almost natural and it's very hard not to put the blame on the, on the, like the other woman mm-hmm. or the other man, blah, blah, blah. Um, because you, d- you don't want to look at your own relationship. So it's something yeah. that I had to learn, which is like, no, if the person is cheating, like, is there a fault? It's a little bit of the fault of, like, the other person, but, like, the other person isn't committed to you. Yeah, they it's have, like, signed, like, partner. a verbal contract. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, like, your partner's fault. So I hope I've yeah. learned this, and if it happens again, I, I remember it. I don't know if it's the thing that you learn and then apply all the time, or if it depends on how emotionally involved you are well, at the time. Well, I think you have a better radar for these things now, too. Yeah. Um, but it just brought me to think I saw this picture of I mean this like thing on Instagram today of Shakira saying like there's a special place for I thought too women, yeah for women who don't support women yeah and just that message I was like well that's not supportive of women <laughs> yeah like yeah. that's not a very nice thing to yeah. say like the poor girl just like fell in love like okay it wasn't the best circumstances mm-hmm. but it's not a very supportive message anyway. Yeah, it's yeah, twisted. <laughs> yeah, it's putting, like, most of the blame on the other woman exactly. rather than the man. Yeah. It's like, I'm also seeing a lot of things about, like, the Selena vs, like, Hayley. There's, like, a little... Oh, what's war. happening with that? I didn't... I'm not quite sure if there's, like, a little war going on and there's, like, media activity where there's, like, very set teams. It's yeah. kind of like they're, like... Um, um, Kardashian versus like Taylor Swift gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there seems to be like a lot more love towards Selena. But like, regardless of like, you know, it's basically the two women pitted against each other. Mm. And I've not. I mean, I don't. I don't know if I'm just not in the target to hear about Justin Bieber. But like, Justin is like not receiving any backlash whatsoever. Mm, that's just, really like, interesting. Yeah, like they're getting all the hate or like noise, and he's just like chilling in the middle. Like, and do you think that's like? women pitting themselves against other women or is that like a media thing where the media focuses a lot more on like feuds between women and creates tension when there's not necessarily probably it's probably a mix of everything it's also probably not black and white you know it's not like yeah. all out war like oh we want to make sure that it's like the woman having this fight it's probably that there is something to create noise around therefore you're doing it it's just that it's another one of those situations where the man is just like chilling yeah. And it's not generate like it's not considered important enough to generate noise. Mm. That's so true. Hmm. But yeah, there's a there's a, a lot of those. Yeah. Ellis, I have a question for you. <clears throat> okay. Let's go. Ooh. <laughs> this is like, this is Serena's famous sentence. It's oh, like yeah, I have true. a question for you. Yeah. Which I've learned mm-hmm. to not do so much anymore because um, it would stress my boyfriend out like mm-hmm. so much. Well, it's, I, quite, it's, it's quite a serious turn, right? Normally, if someone asks you, like, can I ask you a question? I have but a question. It's always for you. like the most ridiculous questions that I ask, like, what did you have for lunch today? Yeah, <laughs> but you don't know that when the question. You don't. Yeah, it could come out of nowhere, like a massive, like super deep question. Yeah, which. To be fair, like, sometimes I do. Mm. And so there you go. Yeah. It's a trap. It could be super chill, <laughs> or it could be, like, a super deep question. Fair. Like, do you want to go to the pub? Like, have you thought about cheating on me? Like, 
<laughs> There's no in between. <laughs> one or the other. Would you still love me if I was a potato? <laughs> oh my god. I haven't said that one in a while, to be honest. But why do we ask that? It's the most ridiculous. I don't know. <laughs> like, would you still love your whomever if they were a potato? Like, no. <laughs> I have no clue. I don't think I've ever asked anyone that question. I think I didn't ask the potato. I think I asked like, would you love me if I if I not if I was, but if I became a worm. Yeah, it's the worm thing that's the most common. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I don't know. It's like, it might be like a test. You're trying to like gauge how much how much someone maybe like how fast they react or like the ah. concept of yourself. Like whatever, regardless of what you are, you yeah. want them to be like yes. It doesn't matter if you're like a worm or a butterfly or some dust. Like I love you with all my heart and whatever shape or form. It's just like if you put logic into it, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, but it's also like men are like I understand from like a woman's perspective, but like guys are so like I mean I'm generalizing and I know we in this society like you don't really do that anymore, but like. The guys that I hang out with, at least, they're so hyper rational that if you ask them that question, they just look at you like you're such a weirdo. What is wrong with you? Yeah, I think it was one of those like cheesy things that don't yeah. really make a lot of sense. But but there's so many like unwritten rules. Like I I saw this other thing on Instagram. So I didn't work a lot today. Um, <laughs> I saw this other thing on Instagram where there was this girl saying like, "Oh, babe, like." Can we go get milkshakes? And he responded like, "Yeah, we can get you one for you." And it was like a whole big thing because like apparently you can't let your girlfriend have like a milkshake on her own and stuff. And I was like, "It's ridiculous," but I feel it too. Like I, yeah, I kind of get it. Like it's like it turns into like a cute activity. Like it's meant to be like a cute activity. Like let's go get milkshakes, and it oh, turns it into it's a bar. I don't think it's on that part. It's like, if I get a piece of cake, you need to get a piece of cake. Otherwise, I feel like a pig. Yeah. I think that's that, more that's like, maybe I'm mistaking, but... No, 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 because I've heard that before as well. It's one of those, like, again, irrational topic in a relationship. But I quite like the irrational things yeah. in relationships. Spicy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, but that's like one of the... Um, so a different ex, but another like uh, another ex. One of the reasons uh, we're no longer together is it was such a rational relationship. Like mm-hmm. every conversation was based on pure logic, and it's it's like it's not your thing. It might work. Like it's just it's just not for me. I need a little bit of like I need a little bit of crazy in my life. I need to be pissed off if you know he doesn't go and get a milkshake with me, or if he like if I just get one, he doesn't get one. It's just like no. Is it crazy or is it spontaneity? <laughs> I, I don't know like maybe it's not a specific example yeah. but like I don't know more feelings yeah so you're recently single mm-hmm. and you're dating mm-hmm. so we'll talk about that too yeah we'll do sure. like a dating episode because I feel like you're you're doing like sociological research I'm in, exploring like in the wild and yeah. like Please, Alice, report back. Like, what is going on? I'm doing a Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> That's me at the moment. I don't it's even so, like... It's so funny that you say that, though, because, like, we were talking about, like, knowing our bodies mm-hmm. and stuff, and we're, we're both, like, 25, 26, and we actually don't know that much, but we're, like, open-minded and wanting mm-hmm. to explore. And I'm a big Sex and the City fan, and mm-hmm. Carrie Bradshaw is, like, notoriously a sex columnist, 
And like, she's not that crazy in bed. Yeah, and also it's weird to think that she would be the like the one writing a sex column where you have like Samantha next to her that clearly has more experience to share. Yeah. Um, but I think to be fair, that's one of the things like, she's not like a purely a sex columnist. She's like a relationships and sex. Like, you fair. know, when she writes her book, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Like, I don't want it to just be sex. Um, and maybe because like it's Mandela self- call it sex in the city <laughs> <laughs> well yeah I guess I guess this can- it doesn't have to be linked but it's kind of linked in that case but yeah I find it very funny because I compare myself to her in terms of like what I'm doing at the moment mm-hmm. but I actually cannot stand her character I find her to be like the most annoying human being in the show um, who so, do yeah. you relate to the most then? I don't know if I in terms of like lifestyle it probably has to be Carrie because she's probably the most balanced out of all the characters I feel like they Mm. all have like Samantha is like no to be fair like Samantha has like strong sex life thriving career as well she's doing very well Charlotte also had a very like thriving career before she got married I can't remember if she gets back into it or not uh but then her all like her whole thing is like finding love and having like going through the very traditional path Mm -hmm. um and then Miranda is like the main focus is career but she does like dating as well but they make it like a side basically what i'm trying to formulate is that they all do similar things but the show puts more emphasis on one aspect of their personality whereas carrie you get to hear about both her dating life sex life and career i feel like it's more like spread out and personality wise personality wise i think we have like someone who we who's like our alter ego Mm -hmm. Like, who we relate to the most, who we want to be, and then there's one who actually looks like us. Yeah. Like, the yeah, most. Yeah. I think my favorite one, who I don't relate to the most, but it has to be Samantha. Like, mm-hmm. I just love her. Not just in terms of, like, her general attitude, but she's also, like, an amazing friend. Yeah. Like, she's really, really nice. She's not judgmental. She's, like, here to help um, others. In terms of who I relate to the most, personality-wise... I don't know. I might, I might be a little bit of a Charlotte. I was going to say, <laughs> like, if there's one of my friends that reminds me of Charlotte, I think it's you. <laughs> but, like, in her, not in, like, her um, goody two-shoes and her, like, oh, I need to find a husband tomorrow and have kids and, like, that's my lifelong thing. Like, that's not you so much. But I think in, like, the, um, the properness of it all <laughs> and, like, the chicness and, like, the... Ad- like, I... And I love that about you. Um, but that reminds me so... Like, I don't know. I re-watched Sex and the City recently and I was like, yeah, that's that's Alice for sure. <laughs> I'm watching it right now. Because um, I was so good, sick right? last week so I had nothing to do. So I basically finished the whole thing. Which one do you relate to the most? I think... I think, like, attitude-wise, I'm more of a Miranda, mm-hmm. probably. But, yeah. It's almost like... I don't want to be, I don't want to be a Carrie because she's all over the place, um, in my eyes at least. Um, I think Charlotte is too serious and Samantha is too wild. So I feel like almost Miranda is like where I am, but I love her, her attitude towards work. Um, and that's something that I, I find really like cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For um, sure. But I don't love the way that she handles her relationships. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I struggle to like. I get the career thing of it, but I, I feel like yeah, Miranda doesn't always 
I don't know, there's, there's something just like slightly off mm. that I, I can't quite put like a finger on it or describe how she deals with like some social situations, especially with men. Yeah. But it's like, it's 100% not you on that side of things. Well, I mean, I relate to her in the sense that, you know, she doesn't, she has like a lot of self-esteem issues too. And that makes, like, you don't really see that with the other characters and for me that makes her a bit more real yeah and yeah, a yeah. bit less of like emily in paris like everything is like wonderful and <laughs> oh my god like when i'm gonna go to paris i'm gonna have like a culture shock after watching emily in paris <laughs> can i be like where are the instagram effects oh my street? god i took the the subway last time and it was just like yeah you don't see that in the in the tv no. show no no um anyway um, do you want to talk about why we decided to do this podcast? You and I are big podcast listeners first. Mostly uh, you. I love a podcast. I know you love a podcast. I, yeah, I was like, you know, you're a Spotify rap. Yeah. Um, they were saying like, I listen, like a third of my time is listening to music and like two thirds listening to podcasts. And I was like, get a life. <laughs> I'm, quite, I'm quite jealous because I would like to listen to more podcasts, but I love music so much. Mm. I listen to music 24 seven. Yeah. So for me, listening to a podcast is actually effort because I have to stop listening to music to focus on a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's also, I find them like, I find it really hard. Like once you get going into, you know, okay, I want to get in the world of podcasts and I want to find some content that I really, that really resonates with me, that I really like. It's hard to find the good ones at first. And so at first you have like one or two that you're finding okay-ish and then you follow on like your favorite podcast and then you recommend them and then people recommend some to you. Um, and I'm, and the, the fact is like I was finding a bit of a, a gap in the market almost um like i was listening to some podcasts about like feminism about what it is to be um a woman in society like people our age people that are older and every time like it felt very surface level mm -hmm. it didn't feel like almost like there was a missing bit where people weren't digging deep enough and it was like a bit almost like live laugh love and you know follow your dreams and stuff and it's like okay yeah but how the best version of yourself yeah like it, it it's a bit bullshit <laughs> yeah we're not giving you a how-to guide no no, just no be happy <laughs> no but oh my god i hate that and it's just like i i also love like when we do have conversations together like we always challenge the way that we think we always look at the status quo and you know is that normal is that like what is even normal um like last time we were talking about sex with another friend of ours and her normal is not at all my normal and like for a week I think I was like shocked mm -hmm. at what she was saying and I was like oh wow like that is so different to what I'm experiencing not saying that there's a good or a bad but I think there's so many topics that are like taboo almost mm -hmm. And that we need to like debunk a little bit. And mm. I don't know. I feel like this is a safe space for us to do it. So that's my reasons. Yeah. What yeah, are yours? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, very, very similar thoughts. And it, there's also a little bit of a selfish reason for me, which is like, I think this is quite therapeutical. Because Fair. like Serena yeah. said, it's a very, very safe space. Um, and when we tend to have conversations, we go into topics that aren't always, and it's not, it's not super like deep or complicated topics. It's just topics that you don't necessarily hear of. Mm. Um, and where you hear, you get to hear your friends' perspectives and find that actually, like you said, everyone 
everyone has slightly different experiences most of the time there's nothing to be ashamed of it's just that everyone is going through life like in slightly different paces yeah. um and you know like we tend to see the most like for things that make noise i don't know like on the media social media the mm-hmm. news etc it's like very very positive things or very very negative things and i think it's quite healthy to see a bit of a middle ground i love that yeah where you know like this is normal life and sometimes it's like shiny and sometimes it's a bit awkward yeah um so yeah i think we're trying actually to like define how we're going to describe this podcast and it's yeah. almost like the things i would have liked to hear you know, five years ago, so that my like work in process. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure like we'll have completely different opinion. Well, maybe not completely different, but like yeah. in five years, we'll have learned more stuff as well. Um, but like I don't know, years ago, I would have liked to hear those things. Mm-hmm. Like one of the things, um, I was like random example when I was like I don't know like let's say between like 13 or 15 um i discovered i had like stretch marks in between my legs <gasps> how dare you <laughs> and the problem is i was shocked because i didn't know what it was and i was like really? oh my god did i do something wrong and i got like into such panic i was like this is in between my legs so maybe like when i give if slash when i give birth or like if someone sees it they're gonna be like oh my god what have you done like what's going on in this like in this area oh, wow. of your body and i was like so 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 stressed I was you were like, like embarrassed almost. yeah I was super embarrassed and it was making me like super not super yeah no it was making me anxious <laughs> and then I don't know like a couple years later I grew up and then I started hearing about stretch marks and I was like oh wait this is like a completely natural thing and like a lot of people have it and mm. I've not done anything wrong it's just like the skin moving around yeah um so yeah so I would like to like you know you get stretch marks when you lose a lot of weight quickly too. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, it's that just was like, like a big surprise for me yeah not that it happened like I went the other way I went like from a little corn kernel to like a popcorn (laughs) every time you do yo-yos like any change in the skin tissue that is too fast like your skin doesn't really have time to adapt so Mm -hmm. like but yeah basically the examples the example is like as a little younger version of myself I feel like there's a lot of things that if I had just heard other people experience I'll be like oh this is a normal thing in life and not a reason to have like panic attacks every other day yeah and we're going to talk about mental health as well because I think it's like a big a big thing like everybody's like go to therapy like mental health blah 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 but like what is like a good mental health like what are panic attacks Mm -hmm. like how do you deal with them, like, on a on a consistent basis? Um, kind of, yeah, like, talking about, like, even taking medication for it. Like, all of those things that can be really scary, but actually aren't. And, you know, mental health, like, sex, like, um, relationships with your family, work life, um, friendships uh, with girls, with guys... Um. Yeah. All that. All that juicy stuff. Yeah. I'm excited. excited. <laughs> I'm quite excited. Too. I'm really excited. I'll be good. Okay. Should we yeah. call it? I think that comes it. That, that was the context. That was the context. What will be? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. But I want to keep us accountable to one thing. Mm-hmm. I want every. I would like, not I want. Um, How dare you? I would like. (laughs) I would like every episode to have like an aha moment. Uh Uh-huh. That's it. Well, okay, we'll we'll try. You know, when you're like, oh, of course, like that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, And whether that be from like 
yourself, myself. I don't know if we have guests. One oh, yeah, we'll have guests maybe. at some point. We'll have yeah. guests. We'll have very drunken episodes, too. Yes. Um, There'll be the raw specials. The specials. Um, we're already drinking, but hey. <laughs> um, and yeah, I like nice. it. Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> Love it.